Hello, hello, test one, two, three. This is Ava Smart. Let's just start doing that voice. Just that's my new transplant. like, hi, my name is Ava, and I'm like, I knew the Jenner Foods podcast. I don't know. I just think I'm really clever. <laughs> Dude, okay, so yeah, I ate. <laughs> uh, I ate Kirby late last night, right? Mm -hmm. Drunkenly. <coughs> it's just been fucking my stomach up all morning. Like, it's been one of those, like, I woke up because I got hit with, like, the sensation of, like, I got to take a shit right now, right? Yeah, yeah you've been in and out of the restroom <laughs> a few times, haven't you? Right, yeah. And then I, like, went back to bed. And then after a minute, it was like, mm -mm, you're going back. Like, you're going to... It's been a painful, like, shitting morning. Like, not even, like, diarrhea. Like, it's, like, making me work for it to get it yeah, out. Yeah, because you ate queso, right? Yeah. I, I you, dumped cheese on top of, like, my migas. And yeah, you had cheese on your migas and queso. I mean, it's, it's just... just not that's, good. Those are the consequences of dairy. Yeah, but... <laughs> dairy is, like, the opposite of fiber. <laughs> I know <laughs> it I've It makes you need to fart, but not unable to poop. Yeah. And, like, I know I've talked about it in the past, but, like... Man, like you, if you're wanting to like bottom, mm -hmm. like do an anal, like you gotta watch your like diet. Queso and anal. Yeah, queso and anal, <laughs> a fucking memoir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My two great loves in life, queso uh, and anal. Yeah, it's better as lube than it is. <laughs> no, fucking. Ooh, I've never <laughs> actually used queso as lube. Yeah. That could be into that. There you go. That way, when you shit all over their dick, they won't be able to tell <laughs> what part was. You and what part of the gay so? It's your carne. Oh, man. What is it? Queso con carne, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Queso cum carne. Let's see you, ma'am. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under Gender Fluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. <coughs> okay, here's a question that I thought about that I've, I've never thought to ask anybody else because it's not a question you ask other people, but this feels like the place you do it, right? Okay. Do you, when, you, when you're like taking a shit and you're about to take a shower... Right, like you're taking your like pre-shower shit. Mm -hmm. Do you wipe your ass before you get in the shower, or do you just like not wipe your ass and just like wash it off, like bidet it off in the shower? No, you know, I would, I would, I would always wipe. Uh, I always wipe, but I, I mean, it's pretty rare. It doesn't happen that often that that those two things are lining up anyway. That I'm mm. going right from shit to shower, but like I would definitely wipe it up. I would probably because I'm pretty anal about <laughs> wiping yeah um and so like whereas i would get it 110 percent clean most of the time i would probably stop i'd be fine stopping at 93 percent or whatever and just being like 
Well, you know, yeah, we can take care of the rest of that. Interesting. But I'm not trying to like dig chunks of shit out of my asshole with my hand. I I don't even, I can barely use bidets because they really? concern me. Yeah, because I get confused. The only times I've had them, you know, I was like in New Orleans or something, staying with someone who had one, like... I try. I got confused. I didn't know, and I was like hovering over this thing, and being, and then I'm like, if the water comes out, and then it's splashing poop everywhere, because I don't know how to. I'm, you know, I'm very, very um, poop negative, and so yeah. that's why I was wondering. Since like that's a thing that like it, it, it depends on like what the state of my ass is at the mm-hmm. end of the shit. Cause I always shit before Did I shower. Did you eat corn the day before? Well, not or? just that, but if like you know, if it's like if there's like shit caked all over my ass and I'm going to get in the shower and then like wash it off and then there's just going to be like pooled shit or whatever. Are you, yeah, are you doing that in our shower? <laughs> no, not like this. Like, okay. but if it's like, but if it's like, you Just know, a little bit. if it's like one of those shits where it's like, I'm going to have to like wipe once and be done and I'd be fine. Yeah. Right. I'll just get in the shower and just like rinse it off because it's like I'll save the toilet paper and it's going to be cleaner anyways. And it's like what I'm cleaning my ass before I get in the shower and clean my ass. Right. Yeah. It depends on how like much it, like I, guess. I Like I just can't see like dark water uh, exactly. fall from my asshole. I, that's the right? thing. I don't want to see that. I don't want to touch that. Um, whereas, you know, cleaning period goop out of my vagina is so fun in the shower, you know. Yeah, that's I, not but see, I think that's a double standard, too. You're like, no shit in the shower. Period goop is fine, though. I think period goop is cleaner, just like on a disease oh, level. Oh, 100% period definitely goop is cleaner. cleaner. Yeah, so you could eat that, really, yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. It's only, it's good for you, if anything. It's only our, our religious, you know, our I guess it's not Bible brains wholly a double standard, then. No. Because it pee Shit. is fine too. I don't care if anyone pees in the shower. I pee in the shower. When do you yeah. not pee in the shower? You know, there are people that don't. I, I don't trust learned- them. I think they're serial killers. Yeah, You're not gonna or pee they're in the lying. Shower. It's very strange. Or they're lying. That's extremely retentive if you're not. But that's crazy. The, the water hits you and you want to do it. I just learned there's been the, like the girl. She said something the other day about how she like always pees on me in the shower. Like on me, not really. You know, like just peeing. But yeah. we're in the shower together. We take showers together a lot. So like, because when I whenever I have to do it, of course, with my shy bladder, I have to like tell her. <laughs> she's like turn around. <laughs> so I pee on her from behind. No, but um, but uh. yeah, she said something about how she like. Pretty much always like peas, quote unquote, on me in, in in the shower. So then the other day when we got in the shower and she was like giving me this look, and then she said she, like, you know, I'm peeing now or whatever. I was like, oh, that look has always been you peeing because there is this look. there is this look that she tends to give me whenever like whenever we're getting in the shower together. I thought it was her like. Ah, uh, the hot water feeling, <laughs> <laughs> which it kind of is because the hot water like triggers the peeing for her. But it's yeah. it's been the like hot water and now I'm peeing on you look, yeah. and I'm like oh. that like mini orgasm. I wondered what that little look was. <laughs> it's so cute, you know. That's but great. now I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, now I want to do. You always see those like photography like exhibits that are like pictures of somebody before or <laughs> after like they've been told you're beautiful or mm-hmm. like you know then it's like a pictures of someone while peeing on the shower yeah like but like someone, people's pee faces i don't think there's ever yeah. been an exhibit done of like but that not porn that's just yeah, <laughs> like, totally people's I mean, peeing, that's a good idea i've like watched like i'm into like piss to a certain degree right like mm-hmm. you know i have my limits with it but definitely into it and so i've seen my fair share of like piss videos and like it oh, is funny. like an oddly like serene kind of intimate look yeah, on someone's and face. Yeah, pleasure. There's pleasure there. Right. And sometimes relief like that. Yeah. All of those things are such interesting, fun, good sensations. Yeah. Because there is that, there is that um, company or organization or whatever, uh, Beautiful Agony. And they're, they, they film people, all types of people masturbating. 
bleeding, mm-hmm. but just from like you know just middle when they chest look like up. In pain, those faces. <laughs> yeah, but it's just yeah. like it's just watching people's like oh faces, and they're like really great videos. But it's also just like oh fuck, man, like we should do that with like piss face. Yeah, what's well, so interesting? Like all of these, and then like the darker cuts and the shit face. The shit face, of course, <laughs> you have to do the extension. But I mean, just the red flush cheeks. People's like faces. <laughs> <laughs> the different shit phases are very I, I, different. I, I know. Queso <laughs> shit. The quiet just stone face contemplative. Shit. Just mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but no. But like, so your face when you orgasm, your face when you are peeing, the face when you are laughing. Like, there's a lot of faces where we look like we're in pain, but it's like these are the best. These feelings. are the best feelings, yeah. and it yeah, beautiful agony. That's good. I mean, pee feeling. Is up there for like. Yeah, haven't one you of the made fun feelings. of me for like how much noise I make whenever? I, oh, yeah. Especially with my child. <laughs> so, I mean, hilarious. it's like the sound of like true, <sighs> the, the truest sound of relief. relief like, that's not an exaggeration. What she no, just if anything, it's, like, it's just like, yeah, it's like I'll be in my bedroom because oh, my bedroom has like a thin door to the bathroom. And like, sometimes <laughs> you might be hearing me take my diva cup out too, though, I mean, in all fairness. It's all good, you know? I just have gotten more familiar with the sounds of like Ariel's like bathroom, like ritual. So, yeah, Peaches, there's just like true, like, Ugh. Well, because it is. Like, <laughs> I have this like, whole relationship to it. Because I feel of, bad for you. I wish I could give you relief somehow. Well, sometimes it feels, but it also <laughs> makes it feel better. You know, it's, a, it's like it's you're. Relief. It's like somebody who's like in chastity and yeah. like it's like being let out. And I like have like you're a in like a self-imposed like piss chastity. <laughs> self-imposed slash there's unconscious brain processes well, that's that I what can't I'm saying. fully. Yeah, yeah, but it's like right. All what is the self? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, but I thought about that too because like my my sounds when I'm peeing sometimes are quite quite appreciative. But like, I wonder if you've also heard me taking my quite diva appreciative. Quite. I've heard you doing everything. I know, Ariel. but I'm just saying, you know, like definitely when I take my diva cup out, there's definitely a lot of like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Is it just the it sliding down the walls good, or is it like the it's, oh, you're no, on your it's this period? Whole thing because of, there's like you never, especially on the heavy day when it might be like quite full, and then you have to like like get it out in such a way that it's not just going to fling all over the walls, your clothes, <laughs> and everything else. But at the same time, my vagina is so tight that <laughs> I have to like f- still fold it up and like be really careful taking it out. I have to be like, you know, I have to like tighten things and loosen things yeah. in just the right. And still, you take it out, and now the ha- the blood is draining down your arm, <laughs> and you're like getting it into the sink, which is so funny because you there's we have two sinks in our restroom for the listeners. I get the diva cup, and sink. you get the diva cup. I'm like, you took the one close to the toilet for whatever reason. I've noticed that. So I'm like, like, I, at times I'm like, what are you going to do? I think there's been blood in my sink. <laughs> it's been a lot of mine. blood. A lot of blood. I was wondering about that. I didn't. I, I always like, try to clean it up, but you know, <laughs> there's a lot of blood a lot of times for me and the girl, I'm sure. Uh, it is what it is. But yeah, but so, but then other times, especially when. You just pour it in the toilet. Well, because you're already like hovering over it. Maybe you just shat. Maybe you're just, there's like already blood. And everything like you're you're getting it between your legs in a way where you're having to also straddle the toilet in a weird shape while pulling this thing out. So it doesn't always work to just like back it up because now there's blood pouring down your arm. And so to just be like, you're going to get it all over your shirt and stuff. You have to just kind of like 
wide angle it, try not to fling it, get it into the sink, and then clean up later the crime scene that you've created. Created. I mean, honestly, that's a heavy day. But on a on a like the end of the light days when you're leaving it in there, like now it's been all up there dry, mostly dry, just suctioning in there, you know? And so then to take it out when it's like, ugh, you know, it's just, just no lube. Okay. Suctioning makes it kind of hot to me now. I like that. That I mean, seems like, you know, it it's, like, it's like, like peeing. Yeah. Some pain, some relief, some pleasure that goes along with that. Yeah. You can I get mean, into that for sure. I don't think most people have pain when they piss. No, I mean, I'm talking about taking the diva cup. Yeah, I know. Out. You said it's, but when you said it's just like peeing, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, there's a it's, hint of pain. <laughs> yeah, sure. For, like there's for a you, hint of pain for like me. A- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like, well, that's another reason it's hard for me to like be fully sure whether or not I have a bacterial infection because it's <coughs> like, yeah, that uh, burning when you pee, like I, I literally always have like at least a little pain <laughs> when I damn. pee. Not all, I guess probably 93% of the time. Wow, that's wild. Because for me, like zero almost. Like if I if it like burns when I pee, it means one of two things: I'm dehydrated or I have an STD. I probably am just always dehydrated too. That's a good point. Um, man, <laughs> I'm like, sword. uh, I, I peeing such a weird thing for me. Not a weird thing, just like a largely like complex part of my life, right? Because like you know the whole trans and bathroom bullshit, right? But like. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been like interesting because I have always really enjoyed peeing. It's to me, it's just such a relaxing, nice time. Like I've never had problems peeing in public, and like I have like really intense piss shivers, like very <laughs> like <laughs> like like mildly orgasmic piss shivers, right? Yeah. Where it's like I get deep, like oh, every well, time, same, right? Sure. I mean, and it's so wonderful, but like. It's been fun transitioning from standing and peeing to almost always sitting and yeah. peeing, right? Can and you like, enjoy the piss shivers more when you're sitting? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Well, there you go. Like you know, Lynn, but like sit it, down. I know, but that's enjoy. the thing. Like I think that like Ugh. sitting to pee should be the universal standard. Just yeah. not not even from like a it's the piss if on the seat or whatever. If it's more convenient for you I to just stand, think, do that. But otherwise, why wouldn't you treat yourself to a sit? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's if like, you're in a hurry, I've, like, it's efficient. Come sure. to like enjoy my like life and day so much more now that I like sit to pee. Yeah. It really is like a centering moment of like I'm just gonna like, be here. Take like some time for yeah. yourself, rest so your back. Can, it's so yeah, it's so nice. I pop my back on the toilet. I like well, you know, talk about reading. Your people read their phone when they shit. Like just read your phone. When you pee. yeah, you get extra reading time. It's so nice. Take a also, moment, just a moment, not too long, but like just to like. And like my favorite thing you do at points, like if I was ever like in boy days, if I was ever in the bathroom alone, Mm -hmm. I would, I would like, I would love leaning on the wall as like I pee, right? Like Mm -hmm. putting like one arm up and like kind of like leaning on it. I've seen that in the movies. Yeah. I would never do that with other people in the bathroom. That's kind of, to me, that's weird. It's like, look, have a moment. It's too intimate to like, like, visibly enjoy uh, yeah the exception being like the like sh- if you do it but your arm is braced straight and you're drunk and you have to hold yourself up you have to be obviously that drunk. makes sense yeah but like you just pretend to be drunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, stumble around and then do that just so right. you can <laughs> but like uh cry into your arm i used to love doing that because that was my favorite place position to kind of like get the piss shivers in because you could really like lean and lean your body into it right uh-huh. But ever since I started pissing sitting down, I realized like that's way better because then you just put your like elbows like on your knees and you can just like let your body like fall <laughs> into the piss shippers and like relax mm-hmm. into it. It's oh, so nice. Yeah. 
I don't know yeah, how everyone should do it. No, I mean that's a good. It's a good point. I just, it's just another one of those things where like everyone. This is one where gender is not real. Just sit when you pee if you can. But at the same time, it's like, dude, if I had a pee stick, I would love the convenience sometimes. No, sometimes no, it's no, it's no, it's the back porch do all it. the time. Like when y'all are in the bathroom and yeah. I just need to pee. Well, honestly, just, like, the walk. girl does too. She, <laughs> <laughs> she's always peeing out there, but. Um, but I think, and it's hot too, that like penis people are all just peeing in front of each other a little bit, just standing there with your dicks I know, you want to talk so about a complicated cute. situation growing up, so, I being know. a little into piss and liking dicks. Well, it's and just I think like, it makes oh, penis people stronger. I think it makes y'all stronger to like be forced to do that because like I can just cop out and just not play team sports and just completely avoid like nudity and vulnerability and, and just develop shy bladder so that I never you know what I mean like I have all these issues around yeah. just like being in front of people that you're kind of forced out of I mean there are some penis people who really cling to it and just go to great lengths to avoid that whole thing but it's it's hard yeah to do. so like but so yeah I feel like uh vagina people are coddled and they should have us just pee over troughs together. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, how great and bonding would it be for the vagina people to just be sitting there facing each other as on a canoe or, or, or a, what's the other, a kayak or something? I don't know which one you, or boat. And just, you know what I mean? Pee. And talk and stuff while you pee. I mean, I've pee. definitely watched porn like that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what reality should be like. That's what our high schools and middle schools and elementary schools. <laughs> do we start? Do we start that at elementary school? I think what you have to. Age do we start the mat? <laughs> I, to start the trough training. I we, you have to. Well, when do urinals start? Is that oh, from, like from, the from kindergarten? Yeah. yeah so then, like exactly same thing. I mean, there's no reason you can't reposition the urinals so you're all facing each other too. Just I make think them. that would be good. I think it would be good but for everyone. You would leg- actually, you should probably wait to face the urinals and start <laughs> doing the, uh, yeah until because and even then like that's, that's for more <laughs> like, like sure. maybe yeah. that starts at 35 <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> it's like yo like even into high school and shit it's like there's one dude that's just gonna be the dude that always yeah. pisses on some i like I had a me, crazy uncle who peed all over like, our restroom faggot once. like getting pissed on yeah, all the time everyone's right? gonna get called yeah. faggot and get pissed on you're right so that's you like you want to piss on you little faggot <laughs> And outwardly, I'm saying no, but inwardly, yes. We have like <laughs> we have like four types of restrooms in the future for, because we need children and adults to be separated as well. But for the penis people, it starts at 35. <laughs> or men, I don't know. Again, it's just like I think restrooms are about whether you're clean or dirty, and that's what we're talking about here. Like. So there's a restroom for people who are fine with kind of peeing on each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's a restroom for people who are going to clean up their urine and their pubes. And no being how it got responsible there. human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we should be peeing over troughs together while we look at each other's faces and talk. Now, I would be such a stronger person. Just like I would be a stronger person if I had played team sports. Yeah. I would be a stronger person if I were raised in an environment like that where we weren't like so Puritans. Because making us feel like separating us and giving us all that privacy makes us feel like we need it. You yeah. know? True. And the reality is you don't necessarily need it. You know? Not really. Not if we were just groomed to do it in front of each other. You're groomed one way or another. You know what I mean? <laughs> we were groomed to feel shame and like a sense of dirtiness and, and whatever. And you could be groomed to feel like, hey, yeah, this yeah. is natural stuff that our ancestors all did in front of each other to a large extent. And yeah, I wonder. A lot of cultures still do. 
I don't, I don't, I've always tried to point pinpoint like where like you know different fetishes might quote come from mm-hmm. even though i really think you can't tell right it's very complicated yeah sure. i think but i think but i think it's fun to try and like kind of piece sure. it together and that's one thing that i've always been into that i've never really been able to like pinpoint like where it comes from but i do think the whole the kind of like puritanical way in which like we were yeah. all raised like with this like Our culture idea of bodily cleanliness and like things mm-hmm. like that like uh, I think that has to have like a root in it, right? But it also makes it fun then. Like, yeah, you know, we're kind of glad that like I was raised with that, but I don't have any like hang up. Like, I don't have shy bladder or anything yeah. like that. And so it's like, yeah, I kind of like you being got kind of the be most of the piss. best stuff. It's like a it. pretty easy, fun one to get into, mm-hmm. you know, as long as it's as long as it's like that clean piss. I'm not here for that stanky Dehydrated. yellow. Ugh, mm-hmm. like. People who are into like nasty piss, getting like pissed and their faces pissed on and shit, like I can't do that. Like that. You clean, ever do, what clear. about the like good, good clean piss, but like they had a lot of beets yesterday? So it's red. So it's red. Have you ever like experimented with like trying to get? No, but there's got to be people for going that. for beets or asparagus. There's got to be people who are I, like, the asparagus I couldn't do. So for, for yeah, think, all the nasty yeah, things most, that I'm into, my sense of smell is like my biggest like. Uh, totally. Enemy, oh, right? I know you and I couldn't do it, but other people who are like super yeah. disgusting perverts could definitely <laughs> could definitely get into it. No, you know, because not every, some people the, the smellier like that the better. Probably my first ex wife, she probably would have been super into asparagus piss if we like traveled down that road together. Considering, really? Well, considering she was into pads, right? Like, oh yeah, she was into I used just, pads. I, yeah, like smell. Like I love cum. I hate the smell of cum. Like mm-hmm. piss tight, couldn't hate the smell of it, right? You know, smells to me are what will like kill me nine times out of ten when it comes to a thing. Like the smell is just a little off. I'm just like, I turn into a pregnant lady. I'm just like, I can't do this. I'm yeah. just done. Nope, smells weird. I'm over it. Yeah, but I think I probably do have a higher tolerance for like pungent smells than you. Because mm. some, some of those smells, like I definitely, like, because I enjoy, on, on a level, I enjoy asparagus pee, right? Like whenever I'm peeing. When it's I'm mine, like, but yeah, when it's, it's like anybody else's, it fucks with me. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like with a loved one, I could probably be just as fine with it. But I still just have that like, well, pee's still kind of gross. Like, what am I going to do with this? You know, like, but if the girl ever pees Pour on me, all over yourself. you know what, I'll, I'm going to construct, <laughs> I'll just construct this. I'm just going to like buy some asparagus and feed us a lot of asparagus one day and then like make sure to take a shower with each other <laughs> not too long after it and then just see if I like am turned on or off by it or neutral or what. No, I would, I don't think yeah. I'd be turned on. I think I'll just, I, but I probably would just enjoy it on the level of like, huh. hmm, I'm smelling her asparagus, asparagus pee. pee. Cute. You know, I love coffee pee. The way it smells is just like that. Really? See, I hate it. I love it. Maybe mine's better than yours. I don't know, but it smells mine. It always smells just like that honey smacks cereal. <laughs> it does this, smell like that. It oh my smells God. exactly like yeah, and I love it. Maybe if you think of it that way. No, it's <laughs> I love help. honey smacks. I love those little puffed wheat things so much. Like there's something about those that yeah. I just love. Even the like plain Kashi ones. I just love puffed wheat. And so, yeah, it's very like, and my mom, you know, I could never get to eat sugar cereal as a kid, almost ever. So it's just very, it's like a special. Sentimental thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, mm. <laughs> you don't like that smell. It's crazy to me. I feel like no. that must be why Honey Smacks was invented because <laughs> the guy who, you know, because they just use science and stuff to invent those things. And, you know, the guy who's like testing the flavors, you know, Mr. Kellogg or whatever, who gets to yeah. decide what goes through is just like, 
trying this one day and he's like you know just we like familiarity mm, coffee pee yeah well he didn't probably unconsciously but he's like there's something familiar about <laughs> this it just pleasantly smacks us something i used to think it was called golden smacks and i was so happy so that i could make a joke about it, it smacks of something golden but it's still like it is like mm, honey sm- what is that mm, yum, yum, yum. it and is it's like, he was, it's it was like your a coffee pee buddy sweet, roasted like vibe to it mm-hmm but yeah, I just think whoever tried that and thought this is the recipe was like enjoying the, you know, whatever, because th- it probably didn't realize, but that was his coffee pee. And he was going, God, this is good. There's something about this. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. As he's pouring a jar of piss on himself. I don't know what it is about it. Mm, oh, fucking drip it on me. Anyway, Honey Smack cereal. It tastes like coffee pee. <laughs> Let me do your marketing. <laughs> So speaking of uh, peeing and whatnot, uh, I've been thinking about peeing a lot lately outside of like fetish shit because uh, like I've been thinking about like, getting bottom surgery and shit mm-hmm. and like, you know, that's a whole new world of like peeing, right? Which I would really be into, mm-hmm. but, but I've been thinking about it because like I've come to like this point where it's like. I think I'm going to get bottom surgery. Like, I think that's the thing I'm doing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, for a while I was like, I'm really kind of like having this new relationship with my dick. And like, I'm learning like to love it. And like, I do like have like a good standing re- working relationship with my dick now. Right. Mm-hmm. But standing like. Standing relationship. Yeah. We've got to get, we've got some contracts drawn up. We've I just to, mean like, cause you get to stand. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. I see. Um, but yeah, I've just like had like a couple of like experiences where like the more I think about it and the more it becomes a reality for me, like a thing that I could actually obtain and do, right? Yeah. The more that I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I think that is the thing that I have to do. Like I have the same like sense in my like chest, like that like feeling what I kind of call my like inner truth feeling mm-hmm. when like I know a thing, but I'm trying to avoid it and like. Uh, I try and think around it and explore every other possibility besides the thing that I know I really need to do. Mm-hmm. I had that same, I had that feeling right now about it. And it was the same feeling I had when I like was first starting to transition where I was like trying to do all these other things and trying to see if maybe something else was the right option. It's like, no, the, you know, just kind of like, or at least in myself, it's like, I know what I need to do. And so now it's just like, make a plan yeah make a plan but it's also like fuck man i was doing i was so happy having this good relationship with my dick right and like living in this world of like believed like uncertainty where it's like no i really maybe i don't like want to cut my dick off right maybe i do just want to kind of like always be a girl with a dick and like that was like an awesome place to live in for a while right Mm -hmm. but now that like i had this other like realization or kind of like an affirming of like a belief or whatever it's like fuck like every time i'm like fucking somebody and like now when i'm like masturbating my whole mental landscape has changed Mm. because it's like i've been avoiding because whenever i like watch porn i like i project myself into the roles right and Uh so it's like have like be, having this good relationship with my dick for so long let me put myself in a lot of like scenarios and now i just can't see and experience the same feeling that i want right mm-hmm. like and so it's just like yeah you just want you just want i want a pussy you just want a pussy and, get it. and it's it's wild now 
it's been uh i, I realize i use that word a lot wild. I, yeah but, but that's like uh how i f- this is the best way i have to describe it where it's wild like, yeah it feels fucking wild where i'm like god damn like i don't think i'm gonna cut my dick off and like it is the wild west of cutting your dick off and turning it inside out. So. I know, right? It's you know, like, it's fun to be on a frontier. So it's a it's fun, fucking, risky, high risk, high reward, you know? Yeah. Because not everyone gets to live with having a dick and then having a pussy. So you get to be one of the small handful of people in the world who's gotten to do that. And it is the wild west. And you're out there just, you know, yeah. carving, you know, new, yeah exploring so and like the thing that like really made it sink into me was like when i like started imagining not having a dick like what that would mean for me mm-hmm. it's like oh the amount of like relief that i like feel and like is astounding so it's like one like just the thought of getting to wear whatever underwear or like bottom mm, i want yeah, is wild stupid dick out of the way yeah and then two it's just like sexually no yeah no balls fuck get out that's what i'm saying i would shot i, I get mean it. look you know what i think of gender and so i'm just like yeah i got the sleek design with a built-in uh shelving yeah. whatever you know and you got three dangly bits i would get that checked out too yeah you know? and it's like th- sexually you know it's like oh you mean i don't have to like worry about explaining to people <laughs> what i want done with my dick like i would rather explain with a vagina because like with the dick like there is such a pressure to get hard even if there's not and like people say they're okay like yeah it's fine if you just don't get hard it's like yeah but you can tell quickly you don't know what to do with just a soft dick in your mouth right yeah like you don't know like most people aren't skilled enough to like figure out how to like plus it's like, just a bummer psychologically yeah people, people are used to feeling people like a, like to, a gratification they like a yeah, sense of accomplishment right exactly. and like and no th- one wants a fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just it's like people they'll you know i feel bad because it's like people trying to go down on me i'm like I wish I could enjoy this more than I do. You have like a soft clit. I have like a soft clit, yeah. exactly. Although soft clit in your mouth, soft clit in your mouth. Yeah, I was finding they're some essentially stuff. the same like sex organ. But it's right? just way like, grosser if it's a fucking. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing is like I I enjoy <laughs> soft dicks in my mouth at this point after like having like dated like <laughs> trans girls, right? Like I love a good soft dick, just like letting it like worm around in there. Like it's nice worm and like around indeed. I, yeah, it is. And I, I like I I'm good at like sucking like someone's soft dick and like making it feel good, right? And like you can come without an erection, you know, it's like possible. But it's but like just a, yeah, oh, it's so sexy. Uh, when like trans girl come leaks out of a soft dick, I'm like a happy camper. Happy you don't really fucking care camper. the gender of the thing. It's just disgusting. <laughs> just fucking soft. <laughs> Like uh, I love it when my own dick leaks and I can just well, like, you know, like, Lando mm, oh, Shepard so has that thing about how he loved you know something about a girl who'll suck you soft and you know like yeah. that phrase and I was like oh so I started like the third fourth time I heard him say that I started like imagining being like like oh god he's talking about like you're come and you just keep sucking it and yeah, sucking until it until it's soft just, like, you just soft drained of all of its, it's cum so and you're just whatever and I'm like that does sound like it would be pleasurable but it's disgusting it's guys. painful but oh. it's also pleasurable um, 
But anyway, yeah, you. Uh, but but the, like just removing the element of like being yeah. hard is like so nice. Like like I don't have to worry about getting hard. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be other things that I like then like build up like worries over and have to like work through. I'm not thinking it's going to be like a walk in the park, right? But it's mm-hmm. just like you're saying you don't want to have to like that. You you want to be relieved of the pressure of um, getting hard. Yeah, and I want to be relieved that. of the pressure of like. Uh, I have so much like mental baggage built up and coming, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Like I've done a lot of work on it and like I'm in a great place with it. But like for me, it's just like, you know, I still feel an immense amount of guilt if I come first, like mm-hmm. if, like ejaculate come first, yeah. right? A- anally, it's a different ball game because I can have like multiple orgasms. But it's yeah. like if I'm having like, you know, if I'm topping somebody and penetrating somebody and I come before they do, yeah. I still feel super guilty, right? Even yeah. though it's like, you know, I know I shouldn't feel guilt around my own orgasm and that like it's fine because we can just like take a break and then I can like do something for you and like yeah. that's great. But since it's with my dick, there is just like this long history of like me knowing the stereotype of like guys of coming first and not coming and not being like a good partner. And yeah. so I always feel guilt a lot of times if I come yeah. like early on and like I'm getting better at it. Right. And like, you know, <laughs> yeah, but I'm seeing hard. some wonderful people who are like really good at being like, no, no, like you're okay. Like can, can like yeah. just let me enjoy the afterglow. Right. But like, uh, there's still I'm that ready story for that in be, your brain. Yeah. That yeah. You tell yourself sometimes I'm ready for that to be gone. Like even if I lose the ability to orgasm altogether with the vagina, I'll ride that like plateau of sensation. Right. And just not have to worry about like, coming to, and then it all being ruined and over right yeah that's interesting it's like once i come my dick's done it's like i'm not i don't have like but a then, and you're also just super super tired like you can't just get yeah right i mean it, and, like if i like ejaculate it takes it out of me i'm like yeah. i'm like crashed for the night i and i mean i might be able to like work up some energy like in another mm-hmm. like t- 20 30 minutes to like you know, get a yeah. dildo out or like a vibrator out or like help you somehow. But like, so if they remove your balls and everything, that will definitely not happen anymore. Yeah. Or if I just got a vagina, you know, it's like, maybe it is. Maybe I'll squirt, maybe I'll squirt, squirt everywhere and then just like, yeah. And then like fall asleep immediately. Yeah. You know, like that I could just pathway be cursed. doesn't change. <laughs> Um, well, that's an interesting thing. You should talk to, um, people who've had bottom surgery and stuff and see and make sure that they're like not still, uh, like getting drained of all their I mean, energy right after they come. That's not like a, the the main reason I'm doing it. Yeah, right? but just uh, it's just to know whether yeah. the technology is there. What you know, they figured out how to do that because. But like, if that's in the works, you might want to wait another year. Make sure you're not getting tired after sex yeah. or after coming. Um, and just yeah, it's not like because like because I get somewhat tired after coming, but not nearly like that. Like I could always keep going. I pretty much always keep going unless I'm just generally exhausted. You know. Um, but what, what's interesting is that like everything you're talking about, I do have, it's a version of it. So I just like, even like getting it up for a woman, you have to do that psychologically in order to top them, you know? And so even if you, yeah, it's not about your like dick getting hard, but the same like mental pathways that are sending blood to the dick to get it hard, like that all has to happen in me in order to be like genuinely like presently topping someone where you're kind of like yeah. um but it's way it's easier like, to kind of get into and it's not it's as easier definite to like work yourself thing. into a mental space than like have to like yeah. physically see something just, like yeah react and then to have like, the pressure of, and then like all right don't let it go away right? i think that's like, the thing it's like, very akin to the shy bladder i mean that's the kind of stuff that 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 fucks with me with that and it, it's that pressure of like 
Yeah, because she's or he is not going to feel uh, attracted to enough if if you're not hard. Um, and then, yeah, all the things around how to control that, how to do that skillfully. There's so much pressure that like not being self-conscious about that. I'm like, I'm like, thank God I don't have a dick because, you know, I would have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Absolutely. It's 100 percent. You know what I mean? I get all those reasons. That makes total sense to me why you would want to not have to deal with the worrying about erections the worrying about coming the worrying about the energy that makes total Which sense i just don't at the end of the day it's like i realized i put so a lot of work into liking my dick when i just don't like it to begin with right yeah i i've like have a good relationship with it's like a, it's like having like a sibling that like you don't like who you don't really fuck with but you have a working so relationship yeah they're family they're yeah. i have a working like i love them they're, they're yeah. a fucking piece of shit but i love them right yeah that's the relationship I have with my dick. And like, it took me like building that relationship and having it have a work or having a working relationship with my dick to realize that I don't like it. Yeah. And that like, yeah, you're like, yeah, I've tried, I've worked with you and I, the ideally truth is, it's like, we're not meant, we're not to great be. business partners. Yeah. So it's probably time to <laughs> yeah, distance ourselves somewhat. Like, look, do we get it done? Of course, of course we do. And like, we have great times together, but like, or I guess you're telling your business partner, you're going to, cut him in half and turn him inside Look, out. We're, we're going to do some restructuring. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to restructure the organization. <laughs> exactly. You, you will still have a position here. It's going to yeah. look a little different though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. This is great. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, to me that that's, that makes the most sense uh, of everything I've ever like heard or thought about, about like, why it makes sense to go ahead and, and trade that dick out for a pussy and I mean that's just the pragmatic stuff right and the, there's, well, a, there's, there's a I know but there's a whole world of emotional of course but those like, are emotional things too like gender com I'm saying like so far as like you know because people call it like gender confirmation surgery and yeah because you are like you know confirming your body to your gender or whatever to so the gender society uh, but yeah um, there's a whole thing on that I'm not going into it but um, for me it's just like I have a whole you know I have, I have reasons on that side too, right? But yeah. like those aren't as fun to talk about. <laughs> it's yeah. like me being like the the reality is like the pragmatic things are like you know what I think about first. Like I I know these other things to be true, but like, like, we the, have to cover the pragmatic things before we can even worry about. Well, it's like I know I know well I know the emotional side to be so true, but the pragmatic things are the things the fun things I get to think about. Right? Yeah. I've done this emotional work, so now I can get excited about like day to day like things. Right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, you know, like I'm so excited because I do. I think I'm gonna enjoy. I think I'm gonna get a vagina and I'm going to become more of a top. Uh -huh. I think I'm going to enjoy topping more without that kind of pressure of the, and yeah. And conception like, of gender around it. And yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, even though I'm like a bottom at heart, like I am good at like doming people and topping people like when asked and like, you know, uh, and it's like, I like, even now I have like a strap on, right. You know, to be used on me, but also to use on other people because I just like using that yeah. more than my own dick. Yeah. I think, like after that happens, like it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, just the idea that I don't have to worry about getting anything hard or like putting anything of me in somebody else that it's like only toys. Oh, mm -hmm. it's so fucking nice. Yeah. It's just like. Dicks are a big responsibility. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, and then at the same time, like trans dudes, you can get a dick sewn on top of your clit, but then not like sew up your vagina, you know? And so it's like, you yeah. can have both. Like, and it's so like, best. you can see why that's a good deal too. If that wasn't, I've thought about that. Like if that was an option, like if I could just get a vagina and keep my dick. Yeah, dude. Get rid of the balls. I'm wondering if you can just move it over just like the trans dudes. And there are some, to be fair, there are some trans dudes who like sew up their pussies or whatever or their manholes or whatever. And so... (laughs) Like there's that, but like for a lot of people, like because if for for me, it's like, dude, if I had to give up my pussy, I would never even begin no. to consider anything. This is the best, you know. It's like it is the best, and like I mean, the thing is, like you know, I put myself in the situation because I'm like, okay, what if let's say I got the surgery, but I could, but but I just hated vaginal sex. I hated it. Yeah, it, it was the worst. Sex. It was just like painful and like the surgery went wrong and I could never fuck right, you know, but like, or or comfortably like via vaginal sex, no matter what, like correctional shit I had, I still love anal enough that that's, that's all I need. Yeah. Yeah. You know, still got your bussy. Yeah. Like when that, and that was like a real thing for me. Like when I like, uh, uh, tried to like, you know, was parsing this out in my head. I was like, even if I couldn't touch my dick ever again and I didn't have a vagina, would I be happy? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I would. I can come so hard from getting yeah. fucked in my ass. Like, sign yeah. me up. But it's it's you know, technology is constantly improving. I think they're they're good enough that you'll enjoy it on multiple levels. Yeah, still. I know. Okay, but like that th- that's always a thing you hear people bring up though. What is like? Well, what if you don't like? What if it ruins sex? What if you can't yeah, come yeah. again? Right. Like, we have, like, this, like, such a fear of, like, losing the ability to orgasm. We're pretty loss-averse in general <coughs> as humans. Yeah. But I'm, like, <coughs> so, I, you know, in, like, thinking about having to have this conversation with like, people like my parents and stuff like that, humans I Humans are really adaptable, yeah. honestly. Whatever happens, it's just, like, the people... Some people are paralyzed from their waist <coughs> down because of a traffic, you know, accident. And so, like... Those people still learn to be like happy and like find ways to whatever, yeah. make art. You, you just you'll tell new jokes yeah. about it. But I just ran myself through. I just ran myself through that scenario because I know this is the thing I'm going to do and had to figure out what if I'm going to yeah. be okay and how to explain that to people. And it's like if my mom and dad want to like because my mom does this thing where she tries to like uh, be very earnest and frank, but in a in a in a in a poorly veiled attempt to like embarrass you, be like if you want to be so like real and talk about things, well, what about this? And like, mm-hmm. I've let her do that for a long time without like going like, mom, you have no idea the <laughs> things I could say to you right now that would absolutely just like shatter your world being right. <laughs> like you want to talk about you being frank and disgusting. I am holding back. I'm holding back. And so like, <laughs> you know, like my life experiences and things, right? So it's that's like one of those moments where it's like I have a feeling that's a conversation where that could come up, where she could be like, or one of them could be like, "What if you know, you, sex never. is never the same." I'd be like, "I love getting, mom. I love, I love getting fucked in the ass <laughs> so much." Mom, what you need to understand <laughs> is that like me, and my butthole are like this. We're butt. tight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That is God's mm-hmm. gift to man. Yeah, you know she and your father have got to be doing butt stuff a little bit with him, right? Y'all think, you think they... Uh, I don't know. Do a little touch and tickle in the back? I don't know. It's like they're so progressive in so many ways, but like I could see it going either way for sure. And I, I don't I, I do, think it leans they on no. do. And here, here's the only reason why. And it's it's not... 
my favorite reason, but it's like I've just stumbled upon like their sex stuff enough yeah, times that like I've never seen anything like vaguely but like yeah. Like, well, she, she seems know? like she might not like sticking a finger in a man's butthole. I don't know. I think my mom could probably get into it. I don't want to if talk about like to. what my like. <laughs> I just wondered how long he would let me go asking. <laughs> For the listeners, Ava's parents are hot, so my parents are pretty. That, yeah. Always been attractive. Your you dad know. has that like the charisma of like a George Bush, but like uh, he's an intelligent man, but and yeah. much handsomer, but that kind of like Texany charisma. Yeah. And then he's, you know, the looks of I don't know, Friday Night Lights dude, maybe. Who? Oh, that. the coach. Something like that. People have told him he's kind of like that coach. That kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah, your your parents have the vibe of that married couple like In Friday Night Texany like Progressive, conservative, loving. Mm. Yeah. And they're amazing. Mm -hmm. I love them. Texas wasps are the best. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Why am I always by the window since I'm always cold? I don't know. Can we switch these? I guess we could. Let's try that. Are we doing that now? No, I just mean in the future. Oh, yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. Why, why yeah, I'll just rotate the whole thing. Yeah. I always want to be warmer than you <laughs> want to be. I don't know why we've never done that. I've literally never thought about it. Huh. It doesn't bother me. Well, of course it doesn't. Well, I'm just saying fine. We should. you should just suggest it's pushing back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll probably enjoy it more because I'll be colder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually what I thought would be a good fetish that we haven't done yet. Cold? Yeah, because I just really? got done watching Frozen too, oh. <laughs> and I was like, one Frozen would just be a good fetish, but like ice in general mm-hmm. and like temperature, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, let's keep it to cold. We can do hot another time. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because there's not like a heat equivalent of Frozen, right? Oh. There's not like a hot oh, fire Disney princess, right? Oh, you mean in actual Frozen? Not yeah. Yet. There's not a burnt. I'm sure, there would be a burnt. That to one oh of the my races. god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How we're gonna navigate well, that? Well, Norwegian one. is ice. Something racist is definitely burnt. <laughs> Something brown is gonna be burnt. Because, <laughs> like, at this point, they can't give white people another like element. No. But like, you can't assign burnt without being. It'd be very hard not to be vaguely racist. At least if you're Disney, you're trying so hard, you're gonna fuck up. Well, okay, I mean, fire is what they would give. But I love the idea of the, the counterpart <laughs> movie of Frozen is the burnt series. I know. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, back on like the racist history of like how we thought brown people like became brown, like because of like being <laughs> burned by the sun because of the ca- curse of Cain. <laughs> Because uh, the so Lamanites wrong. were unrepentant. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up, dude. Oh, already off to a bad start for this. These weren't our theories. <laughs> this is true. We're just Some recounting history. Dumb, dumb history. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I love the cold, right? You would. I, I like being cold. And so, like, I, I enjoy, like, sensation play with, like, being, like, you know, different parts of my body being frozen i guess right not actually Mm -hmm. frozen but like you know it's amazing uh i mean i was always really turned on by the frozen carbonite situation from star wars 
But I was never thinking about it being cold. I was just thinking about being frozen. So that's like that frozen in place versus the cold aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Frozen in place, like held in some way sounds cool, but I fucking hate being cold. (laughs) Do you not even like like someone playing with ice cubes, shit like that? It's been so long since I've even tried that. Maybe I should just to see. I mean, I've done it, you know, ice cubes in my mouth before, and that's fun. I mean, anything's kind of fun, but it's just never been something that was like, ooh, this is awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like when someone's like doing it to me, like I hate it, but I love it. Mm. It's like that masochistic part of me where it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I want this feeling not to be here so bad, but that so the feeling itself doing is so it, good. Is the person doing it in a spirit of ha ha and torturing <laughs> you in like a hot? Yeah, or not? It, I don't think I. I mean, no, I've never actually had it done in like a tortury way. Oh. It's always been like an essential way, but still, it's like for me, it's like this kind of like. At least the role I ascribe to it in my head is like the sadistic pleasure in teasing, right? You You're know, pretending they're te- they're thinking, "Ooh, I'm being sexy all no, over." No, I think they know <laughs> that like it's like slightly uncomfortable or teasy to yeah. me, but like I clearly enjoy the fact that it's slightly uncomfortable yeah. and teasy to me. Yeah, I guess the line between teasing and torture is pretty thin. Yeah, anyway. it, it, there's no like intent on pain. Or, like, discomfort, right? The pain and discomfort's a bit more, like, capricious and, like, playful as opposed to, like, sadistic and, like, dark. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. But, goddamn, that Frozen movie, man. Good, huh? (laughs) I mean, just, like, put a bush in her mouth already. Can we not get a lesbian ice princess? Well, I think it's cool that they're, like, that's not the point. The point is I don't give a fuck know, what being the point is. Strong Since when has Disney had integrity? Who gives a fuck what the point is? <laughs> it's a Disney movie. Sell them Elsa dolls, bitches. Like- I mean, but the truth is, because I, I mean, I watched Frozen 1 um, but, like, maybe a few months before I saw Frozen 2 in the theaters. And so, like, I loved Frozen 2 so much. And But I just didn't have... I could barely remember. Because watching Frozen 1 at home after the fact while everyone's getting high and talking and, you know, like, I, I you know, I wasn't fully there for it. But so, like, I didn't... I barely... Basically, is the point is that I came <coughs> into Frozen 2 with kind of a clear palette of the... I don't remember anything about these people. I just remember she lets it go at one point, you know. <laughs> All of a sudden, she, ha- she has con- full control of her powers after being super scared about it. I was like, okay. Um, and so... It was just easy in my mind to just pretend that they weren't sisters, just like forget about that. And just because I kept Mm. hearing there was some lesbian shit happening, and I was like, it's between these two chicks? Cool. You know? (laughs) And then it kind of of feels like it's happening a little bit. There is like intensely, there is no, there's sister relationship is pretty, pretty well. Pretty intimate, yeah. Mm I mean, I, that's what I couldn't ignore. Like, I, I also didn't see Frozen 1 in the theaters. I watched it at home. But I loved Frozen 1 when I watched it at home. I mm-hmm. watched it by myself and, like, really fell into it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Frozen 2, I just, like, couldn't stop thinking about these, like, <laughs> sisters fucking, man. Like, the that's whole, it's the right whole there. time. It's, yeah, it's right there. Like, mm-hmm. there's that scene where, like... Elsa's like laying on her sister's tit and it's all (laughs) sexy. It's so good. You got one blonde and one brunette. I I mean, they're doing it on purpose. They're playing with this. They're fucking with this. Olaf's a dildo. You're giving her. It's basically a whole thing. (laughs) 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 A little ribbed for your pleasure. Olaf's like, I made gender. (laughs) They can put themselves in any shape they want. (laughs) And just like you're giving like Elsa this perfect bondage tool. Yeah. 
Oh, get yeah, it's painful, out. It'll be frozen by ice. Like they're little, like it opens with them being little, which already mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, I'm bored. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, like, you want to talk about like, you know, me being into like, you know, being little and shit. Like that's like a great scene totally. to like use as a blueprint to be like with another little and yeah. be like, oh, we're just playing Elsa and Elsa's sister. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, fun, fun fantasy blueprint. Mm-hmm. We should be filming this now so we could see your smirk. <laughs> That's not you're not gonna be visible to anybody. It's your cunty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's a knowing smirk. I know, yeah, I know all too well, but <laughs> but like and then like you know they're fucking making those. Uh, they're like Elsa's like using her like powers to like make little dolls out of snow. Mm-hmm. But in my head, it's just like, what else can that snow make? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, can it make some ice dildos? That's gonna hurt though. Ice- but you can, if you make so. it just the right temperature, you can make like a smooth ice still though. You can fuck yourself for a minute before it starts. Because I, I have a stainless steel steel uh, yeah dildo or She's like really toy. Polish the ice. Mm-hmm. But I really like it when it's cold, right? Like mm-hmm. and when it's chilly, and then I put it inside me. Like it's a nice oh, like God. piece of sensation. I really player. change my tampon in the winter. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking dread every change of a diva cup or anything I have to do, or I have to. Oh, my hands are always cold. Uh, See, I love in the winter when it's like my hands are cold and like what? my like dick's been under the covers and I decided to like get off and so like I touch my dick with like some kind of cold hands. It I could turns see me maybe on. that being good. I don't know. Something about if your dick's already... W- I mean, I, I don't know. I hate being cold. I bet there are people out there that have fetishes of like being frozen alive. Like, you know, death by being frozen. Oh yeah, like you know, fetishizing like, the death itself. Of, yeah, like, being and frozen, like you know, trying to keep each other warm by being naked next to each other, but ended up just Slowly. like freezing next yeah, to each that other. Yeah, scene from Titanic where your breath's yeah. on, you're losing consciousness because you would apparently lose freezing to death is kind of pleasurable. Not yeah. pleasurable, but it's, it's like one the of the least, better ones. Like, yeah, you get some of that dopamine it's like or whatever like, release. Yeah, you just like start feeling warm all of a sudden, like your yeah, body like the starts last few like minutes. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it's Which way better, better than, than burning alive. Burning alive, or yeah, my thing with eating each other's thighs and arms and stuff until you finally decide it's time to jump. Oh, the yeah. Cliff. No, I like, yeah, freezing. Assuming you're freezing near a cliff. Well, no, I mean, that was a, that was a separate one where we didn't have any food, and so we had to eat oh, each yeah. other until, I'm just saying, that was when we talked about this, cannibalism. Is, this, is, this is nicer, freezing to death together, trying to keep each other warm, doing everything you can, but finally having yeah. to just give in to the warm embrace of death together. That's, I mean, if, they say you don't die, yeah, everyone dies alone, but that's about as close as you can get to really not dying yeah. alone. If, like, Oof. if you're, you're with the girl, right, you're mm. freezing to death naked, she dies before you, you know you're minutes away. Do you spend your last few minutes crying? Or having get, sex with her dead body? Or do you like give her like a <laughs> kiss or two on the boobs like just to say like one last goodbye? I or? mean, look, it's hard to know the psychology, the mentality you'll be in when you're about to die after a situation like that. Me right now in this moment... Yeah, I'm probably going to do stuff for dead body. <laughs> I was thinking the I same mean, thing. I mean, you cannot. It's, it's disrespectful not to. Here's my last few moments. It's still, well, it's not warm, but it's <laughs> warmer than the rest of life. Warm enough. It's warmer than everything else around, you know, and... Uh, no, I mean, it's. I've always had a little bit of a Rose for Emily sensibility, but like, I, because you know, I'm just such a romantic, I can just love so much. And so, yeah, like, <laughs> definitely, I wouldn't be, cre- once things are decaying, but I could, I, I would be very hard for me to say goodbye to the dead body of, like, my beloved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just an IRL, just like, if something crazy happens, it's like, 
to the girl right now and she died, you know, and I'm like, I would, I have a real just like, fuck, I got to fuck her again, <laughs> you know, like, who, I don't know. I mean, who knows what I would really feel like. Like in if that. it happens right in front of you, I get, I don't know. For me, there's just such a fear of going to prison for murder. I'm like, I can't have my DNA anywhere on oh, the body. Not even but like, I do get that impulse just to be like. Well, I literally I'd have love one it. last like, I'm, shot. I mean, I'm just going to put my like, face in her chance. hair and yeah. like smell her and whatever. But I'm like, going to fucking, you're not going to not touch her boobs. <laughs> one <laughs> like, last perfect time. boobs. I'm going to at least, I'm probably going to smell her pussy for sure. Yeah. Even if I don't, I don't, I would probably, you got to put your fist. I, e- <laughs> I'm at my sexual peak right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know that I would have always gone down this rabbit hole, but like as it stands right now with the girl, yeah, I would probably fuck her dead body and go down on it and stuff. Yeah. Like what? Not for like an hour. Immediately but like, after her death. For one last. One last. One last everything. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And the rights, you know what I mean? Where, yeah, she dies right in front of you and some weird, you know, I don't know. Or she Plus, dies of cancer in two years or something. You like, know, you need that like. But we didn't really see it coming. Mental food for thought. Like, I'm not gonna you, let me have you're going to think about that for the rest of your life. You know, well, <laughs> which like, is great. Or, and, like, yeah, that, honestly, yeah, that, that's like that's like mental food forever. <laughs> yeah, you like, really got to give yourself that. I mean, if you think you can handle it, yeah. Um, because for sure, it depends. Like, right, what kind of mood is she in? Is she dying of cancer? If that's how it is, if, you know, because if it's sudden and she if doesn't it's a have bloody a bloody death, no way. But, but yeah, if it's, if it's like, really gruesome, or something, who knows? The but, body yeah. has to be intact. Yeah, probably pretty intact. Um, probably at least mostly intact. But um, <laughs> so, what if she dies of cancer and she's like, like totally not in the mood to have sex for the last couple of months that she's lost, you know, or however? And and I'm sitting there just going like, but you're bound to die. I'm have sex with you, and then she dies. Gonna be like, well, like, I know I, you I have mean, cancer, but that tongue still works. But like, also, let's. like <laughs> legit, just like after this podcast, I'm gonna go and now talk to her about this and see if I I get her per- consent. I'm she'll I'm for sure she'll give me consent to have sex with her dead body under these circumstances. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll report back. But if you get consent from the from the living, I think I think it you're counts. good. I think you're good. Yeah. But I don't know. What's our fetish? Frozen <laughs> being frozen. frozen bodies. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure there are also people out there that have like you know frostbite fetishes with like you know losing limbs slowly, then getting fucking each other with like the frostbitten like. Do you think snubs. there's really people thinking about their arm freezing so that they have to rip yeah. it off and use it as a dildo? I, I bet you money. Fisting them their butt, their own buttholes with their frozen off arm. That's hot. Like <laughs> That's your finger, you freeze your finger <laughs> off in the shocker, and then I you tr- like break yeah. it off at the wrist and fuck yourself with you it. <laughs> you have to. You can't fuck around and not get yourself at the fisting hand position when you freeze your arm off. Um, if there's really anybody who's made a porn of that or thought of that or I'm anything, go look for some erotica. I yeah, I can please. Find it. Please. <laughs> that's like the. I like, want to know whether that's super re- dark version of Frozen. <laughs> just because that's right on the line of like where a lot of things that we think of are like, yeah, we, yeah, for sure people are doing that. And sometimes we think of stuff where we're like, we just thought of that. This is like right on the line where I'm like, I don't know if anyone's really gotten around to like specifically thinking about freezing their limbs off to then shove into their bodies. But we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> I think that's good. Okay. <laughs> This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha podcast. <laughs>